Okay, good morning. We're in Masechet Baba Kamedaf Kuf Dalet. We're starting at the bottom of Kuf Gimel Amud Bet. So in the middle of a question, our Gemara asked, we had a Mishnah, and we want to know who the Tana of the Mishnah was. We said, Nishbalo in, Lord Nishbalo, if you made a Shvua. So we saw that the Mishnah said, let's look at the Mishnah, the Mishnah said that if you stole from your friend, something to put there, and you made a Shvua, and you lied about the Shvua, and you made a Hoda'ah, you're going to follow him all the way to Madai. You can't give it to his son, to his shliach, you've got to give it him in his hands, you've got to follow him, you've got to chase him down, and we're going to see today about the Chomesh, etc., etc., etc. And the question was asked, uh, who's the Tana? Is Rabbi Akiva Rabbi Tarfon? And we saw, and that's what we started with the Shia discussing before we started recording here, this Rashi in Megillah, Daf Bet Aleph, which says there that Stam Mishnah is, is as a rule, he follows Rabbi Akiva because of Stam uh, Tosefta was Rabbi Nehemiah and Stam Breiters was um, Rabbi Yehuda. And Stam Mishnah married the old time in Rabbi Akiva. So we tried to prove who it was. We came back and forth. Rabbi Akiva said, maybe without a Shvur, Rabbi Tarfon said, with a Shvur. Uh, we said a comment with Tafel Rabbi Akiva. We went for a couple of answers back and forth. And now we are at the bottom of the daf. And we said something about uh, we, 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 we try to bring a kashi on Hasidim, and the Gemara said, no, they're on, they're on, they're, 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 if you if you have to be a Hasid, if you lied, you can't be a Hasid, maybe you made may, maybe you made the Khazora, made the Chuva. And then we quoted the Gemara said, no, that Rabbi Huda Barabi lied that uh, 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 Ashmato means the daddy took the shvur up right, when he made the lie. So the Gemara says, now, so what's my, it must be Rabbi Akiva, and he agrees on that, on the, on the, if you made a shvur, the Gemara says, my time, and I'm a cry, la asher hu lo, he didn't be a So now the Gemara says, what about Rabbi Akiva? Right? So how do we explain Rabbi Akiva now? So Rabbi Akiva says, no, you are, you got to step all the way, even if you could, remember, we said that Rabbi Tarfus, when you made a shvur, and Rabbi Kivu said, we didn't make a shvur. That's what we held, that was the whole question of trying to prove that our Mishnah couldn't be like Rabbi Kivu, like Rabbi Tarfus, because Rabbi, the one said, even you don't make a shvur. So we said, Rabbi Kivu said, Rabbi Kivu you got a knas from Chachamim. That's how we explain Rabbi Kivu. Rabbi Kivu said, if you don't make a shvur, you're still going to run all over the world. Why? Because it's a knas. And the Gemara said, Rabbi Tarfon, Rabbi Kivu said, once he made a shvua. Okay, look at this. I don't understand. What do you mean, Rabbi Tarfon? Anyhow, even if he made a shvua. It's all, it, when does he, this whole story kick in when you made a shvua and you lied and you want to do kapara? You've got to, you admit that you made the mistake. So, we, so what do we care if you made a shvur or not? Look at Rashi says this. It's a little bit tricky for me. I'll be honest with you. I'm not so 100% clear with it. Look at Rashi. Lo sagid lo hoda de kapara ve hishavon de kra ahoda ketiv. Tichtiv be gezel hager ve hitvadeto et chatatam. He says, when you want to do kapara, kapara is all about the hoda'a, admitting your, 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 your mistake. So why does it have to be dafk when you made a shvur? The shvur doesn't help us. It's the Hoda that helps us. So my area of Anishva, why do we have to say Dafka when he made a Shvua? Even if he didn't make a Shvua, it would still be 
that if he wanted kapara, he might have to change, challenge this guy and find him all over the world. Because he's got to do hoda'a, give it back to him, and then he's got kapara. Detanya, modra, bitarfon, vomileshtaim, gazalti, echad mikemana. Because we Gemara quotes over here in Baba Metziah, uh, uh, a Gemara which says, just by the way, on this day, I'm stopping here in the middle, I'm not in the middle. I didn't dedicate the shoes. Let me do dedications. I forgot to dedicate the shoes. And I also wanted to mention I meant to her yesterday. So I'll stop in the middle. We'll come back to this in a second. Dedicate the shoes. Soldiers and people who died in this war. Another whole bunch of soldiers died yesterday. Should be before the Shamot. And Rafur Shlaimat, all the Ptsuim and the Chatufim. Mentioned Daniel, Shimon, Ben Sharon, and all the other Chatufim should be should should be redeemed. They should be able to come home, and Mamasha had tzlachar about all our soldiers and everybody fighting in this war. So, Mister Wani Rabbaruch yesterday gave me stories. Even Shira Bachur got quite a few that I saw. Uh, I just want to mention two things that he said. He gave quite an interesting introduction. Right, he quoted Rabbi Chaim to give like an hour long introduction on uh, on 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 a masechet. See what he gave, gave a long introduction. He's the, at the beginning of the Masechti, we said that the Arba Nezakim, Avot Nezakim, he said, Bor, Shor, Mave, Vahaver. So he, he spent quite a bit of time discussing the, the sounds of it and why Dafka, those things, the words, was it a new Mishnah, a, a historically a, an ancient Mishnah or, or a relatively new Mishnah? He said that modern day or more that today uh, researchers believe that it was more like a, 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 a relatively new Mishnah. And that the Mishnah in itself was actually like a type of an introduction to the Gomorrah and was playing on sounds that you remember Bor Shor and Mave and Haver, that the, the words were chosen in such a way that you'd remember it. And it was a bit, uh, he quoted the Rash Bam, who said it was more like a musical type of like a, like a Ram, so, so, so to speak, which is something to remember. Also, I thought that was very nice. And then he, he, he discussed the question also of the, of the, the layout of the Masech. We say that we've seen it in Agamor as well. We saw the other day in the Daf. The question, we've got a Machloket and a Stam. Remember, do you go like if it's a Machloket and a Stam? We asked the question, what do you have to learn that for? We said, no, maybe in one Masech it's okay, but in two Masech it's not. Was, isn't Masechet Nazik uh, in one big Masech? See, he, he sort of, it started off by saying that it might have just been just breaking it up into ten prakim, ten prakim, and, 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 and ten prakim. But then he actually went on to explain the differences in each of the different masechtas. So it seemed much more than just ten prakim, ten prakim, ten prakim, which was also, was, was also I think, uh, was, was, was very nice. I, I think if anybody has got the time to go to a shir like that and can or listen to it, it, it can only help, especially since we're learning Baba Kama, for at least the time I'll be learning Baba Kama, it's definitely nice. It brings back things which we started at the beginning. So it's... But I think it opens up uh, a bit of a, a, a different uh, approach to, to, to the Gemara. It's much slower, you know, different pace, nice, nice ideas. I definitely recommend everybody to, to try and uh, listen or, or to, to prosper. Okay, so now, so yeah, to tell him, what are we tired for? So the Gemara is like this. What are we tired for? Can we see that Rabbi Tarfon says, the Tarfon agrees, but Omele Shnaim. Gazalti echad mekem mana. He said to two guys, I start from one of the two of you, and you don't have azim mekem, no ten lezem mana, lezem mana. Yeah, remember Rabbi Akiva said that you've got to pay back everybody. Rabbi Tafan agrees that you've got to pay back everybody. You've got to give them both. Shekfar hoda mipnei atzmo. Because you already paid mipnei atzmo. Look at Rashi, shekfar hoda mipnei atzmo. Velo letzei tidei shamayim. Sorry, uva letzei tidei shamayim. It's coming out to be yotzei tidei shamayim. Afagav debei dine lo matzu mechai velei. And even though it's not baiting, because he admitted it, he came to them by his own volition. Notice he still got to be yotze. Basically, he's got to come and give it to them. He's not going to be yotze until he gives to both of them, because he's not sure 
now which one he is. So the Gemara wants to try and prove over here that we don't have to establish our case of Rabbi Atafman Dafka talking about when there is a Shua, and Rabbi Kiva saying when there isn't a Shua, which is what we try to prove yesterday. We try to ask who the question, who the, who the, who the Gemara is. So now the Gemara says Ella. Now what does Ella mean? We've seen before, right? Ella is normally in a situation where we're starting yeah. again. Yeah. I can throw a spinning in the works. But please. The whole thing, if you don't know who you stole from, and then you've got to pay both of them, you're actually putting a mishol if of the one guy you're making, the one guy a thief, if he takes it. Because you only stole from one of them. Okay, but Dave, you remember what I said yesterday? I said, when there are five guys, and you saying to them, I don't know who you stole from, and Rabbi Tafran said, put it down there, leave it at them, fight over it. I said, what do we know? We know for a fact that we've got one guzzler and four liars. I, mean, I said that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I said that yesterday. So we got yeah, one guy. We know for a fact that we got one guzzler and four liars. But, 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 but I thought about it afterwards, to be honest with you, and I, I, I wouldn't have brought it up this morning, but I thought, I thought maybe I wasn't being fair, because maybe you were only one of the guzzlani. Maybe there were five guzzlani. And maybe all five got stolen from. And they don't know who stole from them. You know that you're one of the guys who stole from one of them. And they're all telling mm. the truth. Well, that's okay. mm. you know, when I, Yesterday I said, is it a bit of a joke? No. Maybe the mm. guys, maybe there was a bunch of guys that all came in together. And they stole from guys. It was a gang robbery. And they stole, everybody put your guns up. Five guys came with guns and said, take out your wallets. And five guys took out their wallets and put their wallets down and the guys ran away. And now one guy's doing wants to do chuva. So he comes back and he says, I don't know which one of your five of you it was that I stole from. And they're all saying it was me. Why are they all saying it's me? Because they're all saying, you guys are up, you all stole from me. He but, so, so no one's lying. We've got What's one guy's line and five honest people. What's the term we learned? I think this was your father's point that, you know, you don't want to discourage. No, so we said takanata shavim. I agree. Mm -hmm. So we made that was the whole thing. That was that I, I, I whole discussion up until now has been, and we said that chaymeret takanagdola. Remember? I know what you're saying. Damn, I was just referring to that. You're right. I agree with both of you. We said that takanagdola. We said takanagdola because we want to encourage God to do tshuva. Okay, but according to Bitarfon, there's a difference between. Takanara Shavim, when a guy wants to do tshuva, and our situation, why? When the guy made a shvua. So it has to be a little bit different, right? When a guy makes a shvua, he takes a safe Torah and he swears an oath by God's name that he never stole from you, that goes up a level. Okay, which we'll see now, I think, in a second. So you know what? It actually ties in. Let's look right now what we see now. So that's why I'm making this first. Look, it says, Ella Amarava. And look at, if you look at Tosfot for a second, right? Amarava, Shani Matniti. Right? Rav, uh, uh, Ella, normally we say Ella. Okay, we accept all these arguments. It's not necessarily Rabbi Tarfon. Even without a Shvur, could be Rabbi Tarfon. We want to say it was Rabbi Tarfon with a Shvur, Rabbi Kiv, without a Shvur. We want to say, is it Rabbi Kiv, is it Rabbi Tarfon? The Gemara, the Gemara says, accepts these arguments. Look, Rabbi Tarfon says, even if you don't make a Shvur, you'd have to chase the God over the world. So, Tosfot's got a Girsa here which says, Amarava Sha'ani Matnitin. And if it's Amarava Sha'ani Matnitin, the Kavandiyar Laman Gazle, then then it's not another repeat. We had a couple of, of we had a couple of attempts, right, at, 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 along the way. But the Ella says stop, and let's revisit the Mishnah. If there isn't an Ella, right, if there isn't an Ella, then it's not a stop and let's revisit. It's almost like a continuation. If you look at Tosfot, Tosfot says, yeah, Rashi says, 
Ela Amara, but Matnitin Divra Hakoli. Look at Rashi, the last wide lines at the top. See, so our Mishnah is a Divra. Now we have to try and say who's our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is both Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfon. The Lord Damia, and it's not the same, the Enyad Yodea, the Hatam, Bein Nishba, Bein Lo Nishba. The Lord Damia, the Enyodea, where you don't know who's going on in that case there, where, where there was a Shvur, there wasn't a Shvur. Because who the Pig Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfon? Rabbi says, there you're right. We could say there's a machlokut between the two of them, where Rabbi you didn't make a shvur. You've still got to go all the way high. The Rashi says, not a kasha. Why is it not a kasha? The hatam dinud afa gadlo mishtaba the yachsi lo kol echad the din according to Rabbi Kiva didn't make a shvur. You got to hear each every person. You got to pay them back. They all said you stole from me. Why? Shara en yodei lemi gazal because you don't know who you stole from. Velo nafikidei shamayim klau and therefore you aren't yours. And you go back to the right guy. Abal hacha v'matnitin. But it says Rashi, why can we say now we're going to give a whole new answer to Kubi Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Tarfon? Says in our Mishnah. The Yada Leman Gazal. We bought a brighter. We try to show you an scenario where you never knew who you stole from. Says Rashi, no, our Mishnah is not that case. Our Mishnah is you knew who you were stealing from. So to put the Mishnah as a machloket, where you don't know who you stole from, it's not our Mishnah. That's a separate machloket. But on this Mishnah, right? Umodi Mishat, right? Look at the, the Yada Leman Gazal. You know who you stole from. Umodi And you admitted to the guy, he said, I stole from you. So now what happens? Mishat hoda'ah, the mezumanu lahashiv. And now once you admitted it to that you stole from him, from that moment that you told him you prepared to give it back to him, hava gabay kapikadon. Now the moment you said to the guy, the nigza, listen, mister, I want to tell you, I was a bad guy. I was involved with a bad group of guys. We stole from you. I'm the one who started. I've got it at home and I want to give it back to you. The moment that you said that, you're no longer a Gazlan. Now what are you? A Shomer. Right. So now, let's go look in the Gemara. So, so, so before we carry on there, give me one more second. So that's the Rashi, right? So Rashi says, Ella Amarava. Right? What is Ella? You're right. Our Mishnah is not necessarily the same case as the Machlokot we try to bring to Rabbi Kim Rabbi Tarfon. And our Mishnah could be both Rabbi Kim and both Rabbi Tarfon. And what happens is you know who you stole from and you admit to him that you stole from him and you want to give it back to him. So what's going on? So now before we say that, look at Tosfot. Amarava, Shalimanitin, Lafia Svarim, the Lord Garis Ella, according to the books that haven't got Ella in the, in the, in the, in the Gemara, in the Rashi, second Tosfot. Right? The Lord Garis Ella, Mashmed Atta Rava, Leterutse, Pirche de Pachin Rabbi Tarfot. Rava's coming to do what? To defend Rabbi Tarfon and the Kasha asked Rabbi Tarfon. We just asked Imam the Kasha Rabbi Tarfon. Why do we have to make a shvur? What do we make a shvur once you're admitting it? Right? Ula Olam Rabbi Tarfoni. And it seems from Rabbi that our Mishnah is Rabbi Tarfon. He's defending Rabbi Tarfon. He's the title of our Mishnah. The Kamar Kevan de Odile, command Amayeh Beyadach Nabi. And since he admitted to him, it's as if he's going to become the Shomer. Im Kain, Mishnah Mari, Keshehori, Befanav, the Im Lok, and Amayah, the command Amayeh Beyadach. And therefore, when he admitted, he admitted it to him to his face. Otherwise, how could you say he then became a Shomer? Uh, he says, says, But if that's the case, we, Rabbi Akiva answered his previous month. Look, we saw there 
Rabbi Kiva says, so why does he go to step all over the world? Because it's a knas. So he says, Rabbi Atosta, it's a bit difficult then, because why couldn't we all say it same by the same token, that our Gemara is Rabbi Akiva? And even where Akiva says, you've got a knas, we didn't make a shvur, you've got a knas, because you, you start from the guy. Sorry, <laughs> And he says that the LA is a new is a new answer, not trying to prove in that previous machloket between a knas not a knas who the Mishnah is, but really it's a new answer of Rabbah that our Mishnah could be according to all opinions. Now let's look at the Rabbah. It's I'm a shani matnitim. Why the kavan the yadleman gazle and he and he admitted to him kavan the efshaladrim and monolamari. Now we know he can give the money back to the guy. Remember, objective was that the gazle has to give the money back to the guy he stole from. And now since he knows who the guy is and he admitted it to him, it can make its way back to the rightful person. So have a command. I'm a Yuli Now he's saying now it's I'm a Shomer. Hilchach. So now says the Gemara. We can understand now the difference between if you made a shvur, you didn't make a shvur. Why is it different if you made a shvur, you didn't make a shvur? Hilchach nishba. Once you made a shvur, what's the shvur? You lied. Correct. The shvur is a lie. Afa gav the kamale yulach beyadach. Kevan de bai kapara. If you made a shvua, admitting is not good enough. When do you get proper kapara? Only once it's back in the guy's hands. Right? If you didn't make a shvua, in other words, and the guy doesn't know that you're a liar now, you haven't proven yourself to be a liar. When you made a shvua, you prove yourself to be a liar. When you're a liar, you are necessarily a guy who's worth trusting. So even when a guy says to you, I've got it, I'm going to give it back to you, and you made a shvur and you lied, so he's, the fact that, it's, that you now are shomer, you aren't really his shomer. In other words, what's a shomer? You're looking after it for me. So what does it mean? Mm-hmm. As if you're going to give it back to me, correct? What's a shomer? It's mine. It's you looking after me. So if you made a shvur, so then having it in your house after you admitted, admitted it is not really having given it back to him. Because even now the guy knows that you've got it and he's in chances of having get the money back as have improved greatly, he still doesn't trust you because the guy's going to pick up a safe Torah and stand in baiting and take Hashem's name in vain and lie like that, then why should he believe you now that you're going to get it back from him when you, uh, when you come to his house? So this is a girl. That's what our mission is saying. You made a shvua, you've got to actually make sure it goes back into the guy's hands. But loishtaba, but if you didn't make a shvua, now you've done kapara, full kapara, just by admitting it, because now the guy knows, listen, the guy never made a liar, he's admitted to me, he's done chaz, he's done tshuva, and therefore it's in his house, I'm going to get it when I get it. And now when he comes to get it, he's getting it, but in the meantime, it's as if you, your admission, is as if you're already given it back to him. So look in the Mishnah for a second. Let's go to the Mishnah. Agozele chavero shave pruta, venishbalo yolichenu achrav lemadai. When do you have to chase him all over the world to get back to him? When you made the shvua. If you didn't make the shvua, then admitting that you've got it is already as if you gave it back to him because now he's happy to trust you that it's sitting in your house and you aren't going to take it and do anything with it. So really, this could be Rabbi Kiva, it could be Rabbi Meir, it could be Rabbi Tarfon, 
and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and it could be either of them. We don't have to say that you don't know who it was, you do know who it was. Our mission talking about a you know who the guy was. The difference between having made a shvua and having made a shvua is if you made a shvua, you've got to chase him all over the world to give it to him because he doesn't really trust you. So the admission that you've got it is not a, you know, it's not, not comforting enough uh, to, 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 for him to trust you, to believe that it's actually as if he got it back. Okay, so that's really, I think, the, the, the long and the short of that. Now, on that, on that note, the word carries on with the Mishnah. It says, So by the same token, now that the Mishnah said, that we don't trust you now because you made the Shvua, so the Mishnah said, it's not, You can't give it to the Nixal's uh, son or to Shaliach. Why not? Said Rashi on Amur Aleph and Kuf Gimel. Shim Yansu who Chayav Lachzir Dulo Have Hashava Ademati Lidei Kedamah. Because we have to get back to the owner, to him. And if you gave it to his son or to his Shaliach, so it's not as if you gave it to him. And therefore, if something happens to one of them on the way, you haven't actually returned it yet to the rightful owner. So the question is, why his Shaliach is his Shaliach called the rightful owner? That's the question we are asking ourselves, right? Because normally his Shaliach kemoto. So what's the difference? So the Gemara says like this. Uh, just on the issue of making a shvur, it's, it's quite interesting that because, you know, you can, you, you, when, 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 when you've proven to be a liar, so it's difficult to afterwards have trust in somebody, right? Once they've lied once, you've got to be a real, a real mensch. I mean, you can't do it, but it's, very, it's, not, it's not easy when you've caught a guy lying to you to just forget that he lied to you and trust him from now on. So that's really what the Gemara is saying over here. Once the guy lied to you, you know, so when he says to you, I've got it, okay, it's a big deal, you've got it. You know, but until it's in my hands, <clears throat> similar to what we saw the other day, if you remember, we saw about if you lent money to a goy with a star, so we said close to their chag, you shouldn't take the money back from them, right? Why? Because it's a star. So you got securities. But it was a mil al pay. So the Gemara, then you got to think about why? Because it's like Hatzalat Mamon, you're saving your money. Because some guy, I suppose we could say, is, is Eino Neeman. So when a guy who's Eino Neeman, who's not trustworthy, is holding something of yours, until you've actually got it back, you haven't got it. You know, when you get it, you got it. So he has a case. The guy's not Neeman anymore. So the fact that he says he's got it doesn't mean that, that, uh, that, that, that he's returned it to you. Okay. So the mission says like this. Shaliach sha'asubaidim. If there's a shaliach, you appointed the shaliach with Adim. Look at Rashi. Ruvain, she has ma'ot piyat Shimon. Shimon's got money of Ruvain's. Umina shaliach ba'edim lekabla menu v'natnamlo. And you appointed a shaliach. He said, if I'm Adim, these, this guy is my shaliach. Go now to Shimon and pick up my money for me. Rav Chista amar habe shaliach. Rav Chista is a shaliach. What do you mean habe shaliach? It means that once I gave him the money, let's say that I owed you money. And you appointed a shaliach in front of Adim. Once I gave that shaliach the money, I'm yotzeina. I'm going to no longer any more achrayut. Whatever happens from this moment onwards to the shaliach is your problem, not mine. Once he got the money, done. I've ticked it off and I go home. Right? Rabbi, my love, Shalom. He says, no, not a shaliach. So now I have to explain. Rabbi, he says, why is he a shaliach? That's why I went to the trouble of appointing Adim to give him the status of a shaliach. Rabbi, my love. All you're doing when you're pointing out an Adim is you're telling the guy who's got the money, listen, I think he's a trustworthy guy. If you want to trust him, trust him, but he's not my shaliach. Because if you want to use him as your shaliach, you can use him. What's enough, Kamina? 
if you decide to use me, you give me the money, and say, the money, I haven't received the money yet. All the aim is, all I'm saying to you is, listen, chap, here maybe it's like what you want to say, you want to help the guy return you the money, and he says, ah, but I can't find anybody to go, whatever, so you say, look, here's a guy, I trust him, you want to use him, you can use him. Yeah, I'm helping you send me the money. I'm not receiving it. I'm, 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 I, he's not mashaliach. That's what Rabbi says. And that's all the aid him do. The Torah brings the Mishnah. We had to try and cast you of Chista. He says, Tanan, the Rabbi Metziah, Hashorah Lapara, you borrowed, a, you, you loaned a, a, a cow. Veshilcha beyad beno. Now the guy who's lending it to you sends it with his son, or beyad of door, with his slave, with his slave, beyad shlucho, with his shaliach. Or so he sends it to you. Two possibilities. Either you send me one with your son or your shaliach or your eved, or I send my eved and my son or my, and, and, and whoever it was, right? The cow dies on the way. We say, Patur. Who's Patur? Me. I'm Patur. Why? You lending me the stuff. The Lord come and be shut show and meet Chai Bonsin. Right, because until I tell you to send it to to to, to me with that to that guy, so the fact that you saw my son, you said, "I do not give this to your father," or you saw my evidence, you said, "Give this to your master," or you saw a guy who you know works, you said, "Just give this to your boss," doesn't make him mashaliach. Right? So it's a high shluch. Wait a second. So now we wanted to so, so when we said that you you sent it biyad shlucho, we said biyad avdo biyad shlucho shel shoyel. What type of, what is the shluch? What do you mean shaliach? If he wasn't appointed as Adi, Minaya didn't. How do we know? In the first place, that this guy was a shaliach. Look at Rashi, Minaya didn't. Where do you, how do you call him a shaliach? We see nonetheless he was appointed by Adim. And what do we see? Uktani patur. That you still patur, now you appointed him by Adim. Kashir of Chizda. Kashir of Chizda, right? Because Rav Chizda said, no problem. If you appointed him with Adim, so then, you, then it's your shaliach. And Rabbi said, no. The fact that I appointed him with Adim was just to tell you that I think it's a trustworthy guy. You can decide. So here we talk about a case. How was he, why was he called the shaliach? Because I, I appointed him in front of Adim and I made him my shaliach. And we see, now this Mishnah says that I'm not responsible as, the, as the, the, the borrower until it actually comes to me. Even though I used my shaliach, I appointed with Adim. Everybody with me? Clear. So the lender, the lender or the borrower? No, the borrower point made him aid him. And the borrower, you know, the borrower made him aid. The lender is still responsible until he actually comes to me. And what Rabbi said, well, said, the fact that I appointed him with aid him, Rabbi Chisda wanted to say, ah, the fact that he went to the trouble of going to find aid him means that he's appointing him as a shaliach. Rabbi said, no. All he's saying is, in front of his aid him, that he's a trustworthy guy. And you decide if you want to appoint him as your shaliach, not me, it's not my shaliach. Right? And the Mishnah seems to support Rav, to support Rav. So, Kasher and Rav Chizah, which is not. Kasher and Rav Chizah said somewhere else, B'schiro v'likto, achinami b'schiro v'likto. What do you mean b'schiro v'likto? B'schiro v'likto seems to be, Rashtaviyah, schiro, niskari mam leyom, lecholish rashadah leshabbat, lishnachin elikto loket tvuato. So, he's got two different ways of saying elikto. Other shilikto, it's lo le duri mo beveito, he's like a bit of, he's a, he's a, a resident of, he's a tenant, or he's an employee of his, and that's what Rav Chizda was talking about, right? Even Rav Chizda would agree that we're not talking here about somebody who was appointed a proper shaliach. So when the Gemara said, how do we know that he's a shaliach? Well, the assumption was, ah, he must have appointed him with Adim. The Gemara says, no, you can't actually prove here that Rav Chizda was appointed with Adim as your shaliach. How did the guy know he was your shaliach? Because he knew he was your worker. He knew he was your tenant. He knew he was a guy who was freely associated, commonly associated with you. 
And even Rav Chista might agree, uh, 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 and therefore there's not necessarily a kash in Rav Chista. Because there's no proof here that he actually went to aid, to bait, to bait and appoint him as a shaliach with aid him. Okay? That's the techia. There was another story. Now, another Mishnah. Now, our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said, you, you can't give it to him, to his son, or to his shaliach. Because again, how do you give it to him? If he didn't appoint him with aid him, how do you give it to him? And a love does be must be must be they deal with aid. In other words, no love does get with aid. Him tirgum again. Rav Chista could explain to you as well. The schir of how do you know he's your shaliach? The guy knew that he lived with you, or he worked for you, and therefore we haven't got a proof yet to uh, a real pirchon Rav Chista anywhere to say that we appointed a guy with aid. So we don't know that Rav Chista is wrong. So the question ah aval shaliach shasub aid my. But what would be the case, Tucker? So these two examples we said are not necessarily appointed with Adim. But what would happen when you did appoint you with Adim? Would our Mishnah or these sources say that there would be a Shaliyah? So the Gemara says, look, we're not sure. Why? Well, because look at the end of that Mishnah, our Mishnah says, If you gave him to a Shaliyah, that Baitin appointed him, it would be a Shaliyah. So the Gemara says, ah, if we're talking now, Shaliyah with Adim and Shaliyah with Baitin is the same thing, then then the brighter the Mishnah should have actually coupled them together under one category and make distinctions between them and say but right and says for look the the, the Bach adds in all the words of you and said when do we say he's a proper shaliach but shaliach wait sorry where isn't he a shaliach when you we could have then said, we've got two types of shlichim, either beitin shaliach or aedim shaliach, those are shlichim, and when it's not with an aedim or not with beitin, it would be a shaliach. And the bottom line is, we didn't do that. So it seems that our mission is not necessarily agreeing that aedim are the same as beitin. Right? So this is supporting rubber. The Gemara says, no, that's not necessarily a fact. I mean, we could docker this easily. All we could just say is that that's not a, when the Gemara says, it means it's not a fine, finely uh, sort of uh, established uh, halacha. That's not clear cut, that question. Right? And the Gemara says, like a shaliach baitin losh na asa nigzav losh na asu gazlan have a shaliach. So now we're going to see So what is shaliach baitin in our Mishnah? Makes no difference if the Nixal appointed him or the or the or the, or the Gazan appointed him. That shaliach psikele. That is something which everybody can live with, and that's what our Mishnah is speaking about. Mishnah is talking about a psika, a fine cut where no no machloket, nobody argues. That's a proper psika. About shaliach shaso beedim, dechiasau Nixal who dave shaliach asa Gazan dave shaliach lo psikele. But this question over here of when if if the if the if the Nixal right. If the shaliach shasau b'edim the chiasau nigzal who would have a shaliach? Maybe we could say that if the nigzal appointed him as a shaliach, with adding that might be a shaliach. But the gazdan didn't appoint that; there wouldn't be a shaliach. Law psikele. That's not psikele, and therefore our mission didn't discuss it at all. So the government at the moment over here say that our mission could be maybe saying that it's only baiting why could that psikele, and which isn't psikele but might even be the pin of our Mishnah, is that if the Nigzal had appointed him as a shaliach to go and collect the stuff you stole from him, that might be a shaliach, but that's not psikele. And the Gemara says that that opinion, Lafuka Miatana, would disagree with this Tatari of Shimon ben Lazar Omer, shaliach beitin she'asau Nigzal, 
a shaliach beitin over here, right? Not a shaliach with aidim. A shaliach, proper shaliach beitin, that the nigzal appointed, velo asau gazlan. A shaliach beitin has to, is only a shaliach that the nigzal appointed, or asau gazlan, veshalach hala, venatalit shelo miado patu. So he says over here, shaliach beitin she asau nigzal, velo asau gazlan, or she asau gazlan. What does it mean? Look at Rashi. And then you went and took from the shaliach. So according to that, maybe that time they would say that a shaliach baitin could be either the gazlan or the nigzal. Where our Mishnah seems to be implying that it's only the nigzal, but it's not psikilat, not straightforward in the Mishnah. It would be a machloket tanaim over here. Who could either the gazlan or the nigzal appoint the shaliach or not? That's what the Gemara seems to say. So that's what we're up to over there. So bottom line is we couldn't prove necessarily on Rav Chizda. Our question was that we tried to prove from Rav Chizda from our Mishnah that our Mishnah didn't make a distinction packaged together a shaliach of Edim and a shaliach Beitin. And then it seems that our Gemara is saying what is Psika? Only where the Nigzal appoints the shaliach Beitin. Where the Gazan appoints the shaliach Beitin himself to send it is not, is, is, is uh, so other way around. That Amish is only the Shaliach Nigzal, and maybe Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi, Rabbi uh, Shimon Bari Lazar would say that either of them could appoint the, the, the Shaliach. Okay, Gemara starts again. Now, on, on that subject, we have, other Amoraim have opinions as well. Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Lazar, they say, what? Shaliach Shasau Be'edim, have a Shaliach. So they seem to support who? Rav Chizda, right? Because Rav Chizda said that Aedim, Shaliach, Shasau, Be'edim, not Be'edim, so Be'edim with witnesses, he's not a Shaliach, says Rabbi. And Rav Chizda said yes. Here, on that machlok, Rabbi Yochanan and Lazar, they seem to agree, Shaliach, Shasau, Be'edim, have a Shaliach. So they seem to support Rav Chizda against Rabbi. And he says, V'im tomar mishnatenu b'mamtzilo Shaliach, da'amalei itli zuzei gabe planya, v'lo kameshadelehu, it has it a deal me in a shoe, the law mishkachlish drele. Says, Dad, maybe you want to tell us so what's our Mishnah talking about? Talking about where you've got money with somebody and you now send the Shaliach to go pick it up from you because what do you say? Look, he's not sending me back the money. So maybe the reason he isn't sending me back the money is because there's nobody there. So we want to say that maybe we're speaking about that sort of case over there. Right? Where the guy that you got is the guy that you're working with and it's not necessarily... In other words, the Gemara doesn't seem to be like too much of a hurry over here to want to support Rav Chizda right against Rabbah. The Gemara says, now maybe we speak about a situation over here where the, where the Nigzal already sent him or the, 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 the parallel of the Nigzal or the Shaliach that Rabbah and Rabbi Yochum speaking about are Shlichim like Rav Chizda explained of Shiru Veliktu so it's not necessarily, I think, it's understanding it. It's not really a pircha on on uh, on 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 rabba. I'm going to be Rama Shmuel because ain't meshalchin maot bidyukeni. So now on this case, on this subject over here of, of appointing shlichim, so the Gemara now comes along and tells us uh, another 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 issue of of shlichut with regards to money. So ain't meshalchin maot bidyukeni. What's a dyukeni? A dukni, I think. How do you pronounce it? Dukni or dukani or bidukni. Yukni. What's a yukni? Rashi says, Masala Balapikadona Shaliach Simani. You gave, you're sending a shaliach to get the money, and you're sending with some sort of a siman. You put a stamp on a letter, you write a letter, a document to Mashallah, Bahamalo, and you say to him, Lech, right? Go vahere. The Mashallah says, not vahetral, go and show plony this letter. Vietanah Hamaut, she has to be able to give you the money. So we send a guy with a letter, a registered letter with your stamp on it and your seal 
And you say, but it, it says over here, the, the Gemara says, right? I'm a, I'm a Yehuda, I'm a Shmuel, I'm a Shmuel. The name of Shmuel, ain't Meshachim up at Yikudi. If you, if a guy arrives at your door, knocks on your door, listen, I've got to let me show you from Mr. Chaim, and he has his signature and his stamp to please give me the money, says Shmuel, you don't give him the money. Right? Rabbi Yochan says, no. If Adim are on it, you can't send him the money. So now the Gemara says to Shmuel, the, Gemara, the question to Shmuel, so I'm going to Shmuel, my takantas, how do you get your money? <laughs> you know? Rabbi Yochanan says, if you've got a dark witnesses are signed on the letter, you can trust the letter. Rabbi Shmuel says, you can't trust the letter. So how do you get your money back? So the Gemara says, Giyad Rabbi Abba, the Gemara is a case. What was the case? How they must get Rabbi Yosef Barachama. So Rabbi Abba had money, which was, he had a loan, which Rabbi Yosef Barachama had. Right, and Amalia he said to Rav Safra, but how did the Atit it nigh you near when you're there in where you up to where you're there near Rav Yosef Arachama? Kiazilhatam Amalai Rabbi Bara so he's asking for the money. Okay, he says, But how did the Atit? I tell you, when you're there, bring it to me. So the Gemara says, Kiazil he went there. And Amalia Rabbi Bara, so Rav 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 Yosef Barachama's son was called Rava. And say say some son said to him, said to Rav Safra, right? Mika tablachait kabalti. Did you bring this letter over here that says Kabbalah? Rashi says Kabbalah. Ma'otai bekabbalah tosh Rav Safra. Did you? You know, like a like a duke, like a, a, a dukeni. Have you got a letter telling him that that, that he wants the money? So my lord says no. He says Iachizil Bereisha veYichtov Nid Kabbalah. Go bring me a letter that I want the money. That he's giving you in trust. You give me the money. I'm giving you the money. Okay, what? It, 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 in the end, he says to him. Rav says to Rav, to Rav Safra. Lesof Amalei. You know what he says? Ikatav lachdami kabbalah. Love klumu. Even if you go and get the letter, you're wasting your time because at the end of the day, it's not going to help the letter. Why? Dilma Adaati, Shachiv Rav Abba. Rabbi said, Rashi Zaviyad, Rav Abba was old. He said, because maybe by the time you get back with the letter, Rabbi Abba might have died. And now, who inherited the money? The debt really belongs to his Yatomim, to his Yorshim. And you got a letter from the father, and the father's dead, and the letter no longer relevant because you got a letter from the wrong person. Right? And Rashi says over here, look here. He says, Nakninu Shachiv Rabbi Abba, Rash, the very first narrow line, the Zakan, who was an old guy, until I have to give you the money that Shlichu's dead, but it's been cancelled. And now you no longer a proper Shaliyah, because the guy who sent you is dead, there's no Shlichu after the guy's dead. And if I give you the money and something happens to you along the way, he's yours, going to come back to me and say, Where's the money? You say, I gave it to Rav Safra. He said, Who appointed Rav Safra as the Shaliyah? That's not from your father. My father, my father, his father's dead. So Rabbi says, they won't help you anyhow. Right? So Rabbi says to Rabbi, the son, so what am I going to do? Remember, our question was, how does Shmuel solve the solution when you can't use the letters? The story of the story of the Rav Safra. So Rav Safra and Rabbi are talking to Rabbi, says to Rav Safra, what, what's the solution? Zil nachdinu lach agav ara. Vata. He says, you know what? Go back now to Rabbi Abba. Let him sell you a little piece of land. Remember, because you can acquire metaltalin agav karka. Remember? When you buy karka, once you've done the, 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 the massacre on the land, you can acquire metaltalin wherever it is in the world. I can sell you metaltalin agav karka if I include it in the deal. So let him now go now and buy a little bit of land from him. And let him include the, the money in the land. 
And now it's your money, so to speak. So now we don't care anymore if he dies, he doesn't die. The Yatomim have got no claim against me. And come back to me with that letter that you bought that land from him with the metal, and I'll give you the money. Right? Same story with Rapapa. He had money in Bechosai. And he sold him a little bit of the door entrance to his house. What do you mean? When he came back from Chosai with the money, right, Papa was so excited that Shmuel Bar Abba brought him the money. So he came out to meet him, dancing with drums and flutes, etc. We have to manage to save his money from him. That's the solution. Okay, now, okay, what do you got it? I went very quickly, I know, but it, 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 what do you got it? Robert's and just curious, uh, in the battle here between Rabbi Yochanan and Shmuel, who came out on top? I see like Shmuel, my mama not. It seems like uh, right. Shmuel did a mama not. It's like Shmuel. Right. So seems, Rabbi Yochanan... See, it's like, it seems like it's Shmuel. I, I, didn't, uh, yeah, didn't yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't, didn't survive that one. Okay. And the one right before, it was Rav Chista, it didn't seem like Rav Yochanan. No, that's also. why the Gemara, the Gemara wanted to say that that wasn't necessarily a machloka. The baby Rabbi Yochanan was speaking about was a case which we could agree with Rav Chista, and not necessarily be a kashri on Rabbah. Because there, I think the problem was more Rabbah and Rabbi Yochanan. Right? That uh, we didn't want to fight with Rabbi. We don't want to make it a machloka between Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbah. That's what it looked like to me, to, to, me, to me over there. It seems like a lot of trouble to go to to get your money back. You've got to buy ground from... Okay, well, but, yeah. but you buy it for a small amount of money. You don't buy ground. You sell ground. To get your money back, you're to sell your shaliach, a little piece of ground, so that he now becomes the owner of the money. Because this is the only way that the guy's got your money. He's going to give it to you. Otherwise, he says, what's happening? I'll give you the money and you're going to, and, and, and something happened to you and then the Yoshim will come after me and the guy who, whose money dread is an old man. He could be dead any second now. We don't know. So you can understand all parties, right? And everybody wants their money back. Okay. So what's this? Okay, now the Mishnah said, Natan Remember, if you gave him the Karen, not the chom, not the chom, the Chomish. You only paid him back the Karen, not the Chomish. And we said over there that with the, with the, with the Chomish as well, uh, she so never had to travel over the world for the Chomish, right? That he ne- never had to do. So the Mishnah said over here, only the Karen you got to go all over the world to give him back. The, the, the Chomish, you have to trace him all over the world to give him back. So the Gemara wants to say that the fact that you got to give it to him now. So we might have had a Hava Mina that what's the Chomish? The Chomish might be like a, a Knas. If the Chomish is a Knas. Maybe you aren't really entitled to it like as if the guy owes you the money. Just he's got a mitzvah to pay you. And it's his mitzvah to pay you because he needs to get kapara. But it's not really your money like the Karen. There's no question that the, the, the Karen of the loan is owed to you, correct? That's yours. The Chomesh, is the Chomesh owed to you like a loan? Can you go to bait and can you go seize the guy's assets and sue him for the Chomesh? The Gemara says today, yes, you can. I'm a Chomesh by Monohu. If the guy dies, he's Yoshin, get it. If he owes you the Chomesh and he lies, he makes a shwer, he paid you the Chomesh already, he never paid, and he admits he never paid, he's going to pay you another Chomesh on the Chomesh. So why is there another Chomesh? I'm a Chomesh Mamon. So is he even there? Chomesh or Mamon? Whereas if I'm going to be bright, this is a good Chabero, you start from your friend as a guest, I'm an Ishmael of a mate, and you made a shwer in the meantime you died, Yoshin Meshalmin, Karen the Chomesh. The Yorshim don't have to be a korban Hashem. Interesting, right? 
Because the Kyoshim don't bring an Asham, why don't they call him to bring a Korban? Now I made two Bala, because one of those Korbanot, that the owner's a day, a dad. If the, the Balabite had, had set aside a Korban already, and then he died before he actually managed to bring it to Mikdash, we wouldn't bring that Korban, we'd let it out to pasture. If he hadn't yet set it aside, he'd put the Asham Kaparahu. Look, into Rashi, look, it's beautiful Rashi. Rashi says, because the Asham, what's the purpose of the Asham? Is for Kapara. The love mammon, not mammon. The ain't kapara le matim. See that? It's not kapara. Once the guy died, he died. He didn't use kapara while he was alive. It's too late. You only do kapara while you're alive. After you're dead, it's not kapara. You go up to Shaman with what you got. You don't come with credits. You come with cash. <laughs> right? You, you come with cash. Okay, so the Gemara says, Yoshin, and is that a fact that the Yoshin have to pay a Chumash for their father? They're responsible for the father? For the caring, we understand, but the Chumash? For the Gemara says, Ramina, who? A dain and Yomer, and Rashi points out that a dain Yomer is a ratio of a Trachonim, it's a, it's, a, it's a whole Midrash, Mishra Kohanim, it's Asher Gazala, Gzelo, who must live Chumash for Lagzer Daviv. And what he stole, he adds a Chumash, nobody's father stole. So he says, Amata, and Yomishlem Chumash, when I pay Chumash, Gzelo, when to win, do I pay Gazla Aviv? Because man should not nishba, lo, huvalo Aviv. When neither who his father made the shvur, right? So that, that's that, that's when you don't make you don't pay. We know we made a shvur, so there's no chiyuv of of of, uh, of chumash. But who below Aviv? But if he made a shvur, not his father, or Aviv below who etc. Or Aviv minayin. How do we know that they they patur? Tamudu ba she gazal va she ashak. Who lo gazal lo ashak? So who made who has to pay a chumash? The guy who stole the guy who did oshek, and since he didn't didn't do it, so Amar Nach says seems over here that there's no shechumash for Yorshin. So why tell me the Yorshin have to pay the Chumash? So I'm Rav Nachman, I look at you. Kan shehoda, kan shlohoda. It would make a difference if the father had, look at that, kan shehoda aviv, b'chayav. If the father admitted before he died that he owed the money or not. So he wants to say, wait a second, you know what I died, can I? I'm going to show him, and if he never made it, he never admitted it to the Yorshin, not, not to pay the Karen even. And if you're going to say yes, hachinami de lo meshalem, vahami de kemahani rachum shalomayim de Karen meshalem. But the fact that we that he's got to pay the chomesh it implies that on the carrying he certainly have to pay. Vod and further brother says, "Tani vadain and yomer ematum eshlem carrying al gezlaviv." When do we pay gezlaviv? Is manchish bahu vaviv? When his father made a shvur, him and his father he or his father made a shvur. But aviv v'lo if his father made a shvur and he didn't make a shvur, who v'lo who made a shvur not his father v'lo who v'lo neither of them made a shvur. Minayim, how do they still going to pay the the chomesh? Tamur ba gezlav oshik avirem bepikadon. Yesh tamur we got a mesorah for it. Let's finish that. Yeah, we'll turn to what that mesorah is.